Hello and welcome to the formal review. Today, we will be looking at the 2018 film, Green Book. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the review. Hey everyone, welcome back to episode 29 of the formal review. Now I do want to say, as always, there may be some spoilers in the review, however I always do my best keep the review fairly vague so not to ruin the movie for you but if you really don't care about that keep listening. Green Book is a comedy drama film directed by Peter Farrelly and written by Nick Vallelonga, Brian Hayes Curie, and Farrelly. It stars Viggo Mortensen, Mahershala Ali, and Linda Cardellini. This film takes place in the 1960s mostly in the deep south but also in New York City. Tony Vallelonga played by Morrison is an Italian-American bouncer who's hired as a driver for Don Shirley or Dr. Shirley, played by Ali, who is a African-American classical and jazz pianist as he does a musical tour throughout the Deep South. The name of the film comes from a book that was given to African-Americans traveling throughout certain areas of the countries to find hotels that were friendly to them at the time. Because obviously in certain areas of the country, African-Americans were not allowed to stay in certain hotels or eat at certain restaurants. Now going into this, I was excited for this mainly because Viggo Mortensen is an alumni of my school, gets really into every single role, and Mahershala Ali does the exact same. I, I've loved every film that he's been in and also TV shows. He's They're both really fantastic as actors. This film follows a fairly safe formula. Two men, one white, one black, coming from two different backgrounds backgrounds and are thrown into these circumstances and they have to learn to get along. However, as all these films, they learn from each other and discover that they're not really that different. This is a storyline that most people have seen before. However, I do think that this film does have a little bit more than that. It is a true story and it's dealing with these mismatched buddy road trip, but also discussing race. And it also is trying to make you feel somewhat better about the world that we all live in now. However, unfortunately, some of the situations that come up in this film aren't them much different than the world that we are in now. The director of this film does a fairly decent job when it comes to showing you this road trip buddy film. However, I think that the most enjoyability comes from the two stars of this film. They hit these roles out of the park. Morrison is showing again that he is really a chameleon coming into this role. He can pretty much play everything. I mean, you look at his career. He's mostly known, obviously, for the Lord of the Rings films, but then he was also in a history of violence, Eastern Promises, Hildago. He does so many different types of films and he gets into every single one of them. If you haven't seen Eastern Promises, I recommend that highly. He got into that so much so that when he went into a Russian restaurant, people thought he was part of the Russian mafia. Honestly, this film was written from son of Mortensen's character, so you get a lot of showing who his character is and who his wife is from Linda Cardellini, who is lovely in this film. I think she does a fairly good job. Most people know her from Freaks and Geeks and also Scooby-Doo. She was also Grandma's Boy. She's done a lot of like smaller films. Tony is this guy who has grown up and has stayed living in the Bronx in New York City. He wants to stay there. He is willing to work his way pretty much from paycheck to paycheck just getting these odd jobs to support his family. And being an Italian during the 1960s, obviously the Italian mob did exist. He avoids that and works these kind of odd jobs 
when it comes to their characters, I think that they have a lot of great chemistry because both of them are really pleasant to see on screen. And then seeing them interact with their banter and the script. Tony is coming from a fairly racially insensitive background. Now Doc, he travels around as a upper class person. So when he looks down at Tony, he sees this guy who can't speak English well, can't write, and frankly is a somewhat embarrassment to him. But he does his job really well, so he keeps him around. The dialogue between them is the best part about this movie. The film overall is a fairly pleasant film, and it does touch on the ideas of race and identity, one in the country as a whole, but honest from Doc's point of view. As it shows, a lot of black men are looked at as second-class citizens, and they're looked at as not being very elegant, and he doesn't fall into that because of how good of a pianist that he is. However, Doc feels lost as a character because he doesn't really fall into any of the categories. Now, at this film transitions between ups and downs of the film it goes fairly quick something really serious happens and then they're joking again in the car another serious thing happens and they're joking again in the car the pacing of the film was a little bit off and now the one of the biggest problems with this film it's a one-sided view of the story. It really shows Tony's side of the story, which makes sense because it's written by the son of Tony. So it doesn't really hit as strongly as it could. There is one specific scene where they're fixing a car problem. They stand in front of a slave field. Doc stands there looking at them. There's not really much to that scene. Nothing comes of it. And because they took only Tony's side of the story, they don't really tap into that as well. This film honestly looks at who Tony is a little bit more so than who Doc is. They don't really go into Doc's backstory. They don't really go into, the film doesn't really go into how bad the South was at the time. When they're driving at night, there's not really much shown of the fear that somebody would have driving through that area. Again, that comes from maybe because Tony's looking in the front seat, he doesn't see Doc emulating that fear very much, but also he doesn't know of that. And that some of the racism that is shown in this film when they're in the South is fairly tame for what really black individuals suffered through then and unfortunately still today. A black man couldn't try on a suit. That is awful, don't get me wrong, but black men have been hung from trees. Black men have been beaten to death. There's an extreme problem here. And maybe that's just because, again, the story was written from Tony's point of view. The problems that happened were only the ones that he saw, which was couldn't try on a suit before he bought it. And I'm not really trying to say that this really will make the film enjoyable because it is really enjoyable it was funny in the right places and it is touching too but for the most part it's a fairly safe film the acting i think is great keeps you enjoyed for the, the entire runtime and even though it's told through Valalonga's point of view and not Doc's, it's still enjoyable. This film won't teach you any lessons. It's not going to end racism, but it's really worth seeing because of the two actors and their chemistry with each other. These types of films do show that discrimination still occurs in this day and age and that the 1960s really wasn't that long. But at the end of the day, I would rate this film 4.0 out of 5 both ties. And let me know what you thought of the film. What did you think of their acting? What did you think of the overall story? Hit me up on social media. My URL is all the same. It's at the formal review. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Always open for a conversation. You can also check out Box Office Buzz. I do a lot of written and retrospective reviews on there. I'd like to thank everyone again for tuning in. We appreciate all of, all of you listening. I see the numbers and I wouldn't be doing this if you weren't listening. 
So thank you for that. And I do want to further thank those helping support this podcast financially. If you haven't become a supporter, please go to anchor.com forward slash the dash formal dash review and click support this podcast. Now, so you never miss an episode, please subscribe on your favorite podcast service, whether that's iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. And please leave a review. I'm always open to grow and improve. Now, as with all reviews, there's music in the background. I do not own the rights to this music. However, I do always put in there so it brings you back into the film's atmosphere because I think it's a big part of the film. Now, the music in the background is from the Green Book original motion picture soundtrack composed by Chris Bowers, released by Story Tour Distribution Corporation on November 16, 2018. Till next time, I'll see you at the movies. Take care, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of The Formal Review. We hope you'll join us again.